Hey there, everybody. Matt here, checking in with you before we get to this week's episode. It's been a little while since we've done one of these, so I just wanted to, you know, stop in, say hi, see how everyone's doing. How's your mom? Good? Good to hear. Uh, I hope everyone's staying safe with this uh, recent resurgence of COVID. Hopefully everyone is following their local guidelines, masking up, getting vaccinated, all that fun stuff. We want every one of our listeners to be safe and healthy so you can continue listening and, you know, spread the word. We love all of you. We want you to be safe, but, you know, it's not entirely unselfish. Do what you got to do. And on that selfish note, we'd like to remind everyone that we do indeed have a Patreon. And we have some really nice perks going on there. You know, for five bucks a month, you get access to the War for the Crown recordings that are run by myself, giving Alex a chance to actually play for once. For $10, you get to listen into those episodes live when we record them. And you get early access to the weekly episode drops on Tuesday instead of having to wait all the way till Friday. Past that, our $15 patrons get access to merch as well as all the stuff below. Our $25 patrons get a monthly hangout with us. And our $50 patrons, they get the cream of the crop. They get once a year, they get a session run with or by one of us. If any of that sounds good to you, all you have to do is head on over to patreon.com, look up Inspired Incompetence. That's us. And uh, yeah, shoot us a donation. Past that, anyone who is not should really go ahead and hop on our Discord. We're always around chatting, having fun on there. We love interacting with our fans. Make sure you rate and review us on whatever platform you listen to podcasts on. It will go a long way towards getting us, you know, recommended to other people, help us get some more listeners. We know sometimes you just like to be a hipster and keep all the cool stuff to yourself, but We'd really appreciate it if you could help spread the word because podcasts are free and there's an unlimited supply. So go ahead and share the wealth with everyone you know. But yeah, that's about it. I will go ahead and shut up now and I'll let you dive right on in here to episode 33, School of the Dead. Welcome back to the Inspired Incompetence Podcast, where a slip of the tongue is worth two in the bush. How's everybody doing? Hmm. Yes. It's it's so true. (laughs) All right. So who's ready to go to? Who's ready to get taken to school today? These fucking kids are. They're gonna learn something for sure. So you guys, uh, it it took you guys way longer to intimidate these little kids than (laughs) I uh, I was assuming it would. But looks like you finally intimidated enough of them to reveal the presence of two enemies who are hiding in the light that the unintimidated children were creating. And these are the ones I smelled. Yes, probably. So they are evil, probably. So, everybody roll initiative. Rogyar. 26. Thalias. We'll be going in the 10 slot. Got it. Uh, Uhtred. 9. Okay, and Vipira. 11. Okay, Rogar, it is your turn. You see these little fairy-like creatures, uh, large-eyed humanoids, looking like a glowing, emaciated elven child, save for its small, transparent wings. And they don't look happy that you can see them. I'll bet they don't. So, Rogar will 
you step into the room a little bit, just uh, 10 feet to get in front of Yando to get a clear shot, and he will shoot at the red one who is out, who is out like in the middle of the classroom. Okay. Uh, I will take the burn for the empower, and I'm gonna use I'm gonna use my gusting infusion on this. Or no, I'm gonna use the I have to use the range because it's more than 30 feet away. Okay. So the extra extra range infusion. Oh, that's uh, that's a natural one. Uh oh. That's a 14 to confirm. It's flat footed. 14 versus their flat footed AC does not confirm the fumble. Whew. Wow. Oof. Good for you. And it is now uh, the creature's turns. And the one that you just uh, missed uh, is going to cast a spell. And the entire room that you're in the light level grows super bright again, and you can no longer see these creatures. Anybody who wants to can make a knowledge nature check on these creatures. Can I still smell them? On your turn, you can try detecting magic. Oh no. Oh, you bastard. So yeah, Rogar doesn't know who they are. Yeah, Uchi got a natural one. What's your total? Eight. All right. Ooh, I uh, appear with a 20. Yano got an 18. Uh, okay, so Vipira and Yando recognize these creatures as lurkers in light. Vipira can ask two questions, and Yando can ask one. Where are they? <laughs> ah, good one. <laughs> got him. Got him. Got him. Uh, I have to tell you now. <laughs> All right. Do they have any DR? They have DR5, which is overcome by cold iron. And... How long does this effect last for? What effect? The brightening of the room. Well, that was a spell that it casts, so your knowledge wouldn't cover that. You can ask uh, to know some spells that they know. Okay. Um, Then, yeah, what are some spells that they know? They know several at-will spell-like abilities, and they know several spell-like abilities they can use three times per day. Um, I'll give you the obvious one is three times per day they can cast the spell daylight, which you know lasts a while. Yep. And the other one, another one, I'll give you one more. You know, they can cast ghost sound at will. Okay. Yando is going to go for the obvious and ask, how are they turning invisible in bright light? And he knows about their blend with light ability. In areas of, bri- of bright light, lurkers are invisible, as with greater invisibility. They may attack and still remain invisible. In shadowy illumination, a lurker loses this invisibility, though like all creatures in shadows, they have concealment unless the viewer has dark vision, i.e. they don't glow. If the lurker is flying, its fluttering wings partially negate this effect, giving it only partial concealment, uh, 20% mischance, rather than total concealment. All right, so it is Yando's turn, and he's gonna hold. Uh, he he shouts, "It lurkers in light. They're invisible in the in the the brightness that they made." Uh, I'm not I'm not sure how to counter that. Um, also, it occurs to me that I didn't. I only went for one of these guys. I didn't go for the other one. So the red one cast daylight. The blue one. Uh, let's see here. The Lias. That is a. 14 versus your flat-footed AC minus 2. 
Oh, well, my flat foot, it's the one. It's touch that's the bad one. Flat foot, yeah. it's 20, so get out of yeah. here with that shit. Right. All right. But you are aware that uh, something. There, there is a creature next to you who is invisible and trying to attack you, but, like, the. the however, they're attacking you, it can't pierce your armor. And it is by Pyrrha's turn. If I notice, like, Thelias reacting, I, I shout, Thelias, where is it coming from? Right here! And I point directly where it is. Make a perception check, Thelias. Two. Your best guess is it's not coming from anywhere to your east. Uh, is gonna attack this square. Okay. Blindly. Which square is that? Diagonal to both myself and Thelias. Uh, on the west. Like, there's a five-foot space, and it's diagonal to us. Yep. Okay. Uh, 23 to hit. Don't make contact with anything. All right, second claw. Uh, 16 to hit. You don't seem to make contact with anything. All right. Up next is Thelias. My strike be true, I swing wildly with my shovel adjacent to where Vipira was tacking. Okay, so, so directly, directly to, to your, your west. west. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. I power attack. All right. 22 to, uh, to hit. Okay. And I deal nine damage to this thing. I just rolled uh, concealment. You make contact with something. Oh. Yes. Is it a desk? <laughs> One of the kids? <laughs> no, you hit something invisible. Okay, you, okay. you hear a, a string of, of, of curses in uh, the Aklo language. Oh, really? I speak that. Oh, it, it's a string of curses. It's a foul-mouthed little fairy. Yeah. I, uh, I use a free action to say, Gotcha! Stay right there so I can continue to beat on you. No, it says in Akla. All right. Uh, just then, oh. Elksy charges over the desk. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! Does an absolute mall job on this thing. Into the square the that same. it's attacking? Okay. Oh, there well, okay. Yeah. You know what I'm trying to do. I never do. <laughs> and here comes a gore. 19 gore. Okay. You son of a bitch. Elksy makes contact. But wait, there's more. Two hooves. So I, I forget why, but I was looking up uh, the elk as an animal companion, and it's got the, it's it's super weird because it has a gore, it has two hooves, but the attack sequence reads one gore, or two hooves, implying that it can't do all three on a full attack, which seems really weird to me. But I I'm feel like a lot of them tend to read that way. Like, if you look at the tiger, it probably says a bite or two claws. Uh, I don't think so. But what I'm I'm going to say that the hooves are secondary attacks. Does that seem Sweet. fair? So Elksy can do gore and two hooves, but the two hooves will each be at a minus five. Fine with me. being secondary attacks. It's and better only, than them not getting, uh, Elksy not getting attacked at all. Yeah, and then uh, you only add half of Elksy's strength on the damage rolls. Uh, so two hooves, what are we looking at? Uh, 16 and 12, well, 11 and 7. Okay. The hooves do not seem to make contact with anything. And Uhtred. Okay, so Uhtred's going to take a five-foot step. He's going to cast defensively 
he's going to cast a uh let's do a frostbite okay hey it was a 13 on the dice i'm pretty sure i did it what level spell is frostbite first so i think it's a 16 i gotta beat 17 yeah i crushed it okay so i cast that into i cast that charge up my scimitar i'm gonna use combat expertise okay and take a swing uh so it was a 19 you don't seem to make contact with anything how peculiar all right we're back to rogar all right so so i guess rogar is going to walk on over to you know uh, about 10 feet west of vipera to get a clearer shot at the space where everyone's swinging towards okay and he will take a shot there um not empowered that's a 14 to hit don't seem to hit anything with your air blast yeah okay rogyar does a 14 beat your flat-footed ac minus two yes it does okay you take 16 points of damage ow no i'm sorry you take six points of damage <laughs> jesus I don't know see what... how he tried to slip that by <laughs> yeah by immediately catching himself and holding him accountable. <laughs> yeah. I see what games you're up to. I almost got away with that one. Uh, yeah, I don't know why my brain just threw on a teen there. Um, but I do need a fortitude save. Uh, is this a poison effect? Maybe. Yes. Okay. That's an 18. You take six points of damage from what feels like the blade of a tiny little dagger. Uh, and you can feel it had something something sticky on it. Uh, but Rogyar uh, fights that off. Then Thalias. Yeah. You're getting uh you're getting targeted again. Again? But I got a target last round. Yeah, I know. Uh alright, so that's a twenty one versus your flat footed minus two. Uh that'll get me. And that's uh six damage for you. And I need a fortitude save. Oh, wait, hold on. Stop everything. Rogar, add eight damage to uh, what you took from uh, its sneak attack. Oh, Jesus. Oh, oh it was a teen. So, yeah, it was 14 instead of 16. Yep. Thalias adds six damage to what you took for the sneak attack. All right, and uh, where are we at with that fortitude save? 22, baby. Oh, nice. All right, and then we got 15 versus your flat-footed minus two. Nope. Okay. So you get stuck with that dagger, and then you, you feel a, like a little claw raking at another part of your armor that you can't quite get get through there. And uh, it is now Yando's turn, and uh, he's not really sure what else to do, so he's just going to move north 25 feet, spin around, knock an arrow, and thoop. That's a natural one. Hey. Good Come on, happening. Yando. All right, and then oh, I, uh... Yando did it. Oh. <laughs> yeah, he's probably about to shoot Elias with that arrow. No, it's a twenty-nine to confirm, so he's good. I'm really glad concealment doesn't matter for confirmation rolls, right? <laughs> uh, and it's Viper's turn. Uh, noticing Rogiar reacting. Um... Rogiar, why don't you give me a perception I, check? Yeah, figure out where I'm getting attacked from. Yeah, because yeah. since it the... actually stuck me, mm-hmm. <laughs> this is gonna be the only way that we tell. Uh, that's a thirty oh, you know. perception. You know that it you got attacked from the square. 
directly to your west. Okay. So then Vipira is gonna maneuver around over here, taking whatever attacks of opportunity. All right. Well, and just an FYI, you can't deal sneak attack to a creature who has concealment from you. So, right. I mean, so uh, then flanking, in that case, like uh, you can still get that plus two for flanking, but all right. Um, we're gonna take a five foot step onto the desk along with Elksy because they have the right idea. And I'm gonna give a nice claw claw, a 26 to hit. You don't seem to hit anything. Oh, do I get higher ground for this or no? Do I not know? I don't well, think that was the difference. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think it was the sealment that hurt yeah, you. Yeah, I think technically you would. If but... you miss because they have an AC of 27, then maybe uh, <laughs> rethink your tactics. A 13 to hit. You don't seem to make contact with anything. All right, Thelias. And so I kind of want to heal myself and have Elksy continue the attack. Well, you can heal yourself with Lay on Hands as a swift action. Yeah. Oh, you're saying I can also attack. So that's yep. what I'll do. Hell yeah. Here comes Shovel. Oh uh -oh. no, that's red. Oh, but it's a 10. No problem. But it's still a natural <laughs> one. <laughs> I know. I didn't want to say it. <laughs> Roll to confirm. Uh, 22. Wait. All right. 28. 28. Joe, sit down. I'll play your characters. <laughs> <laughs> a 28 does not confirm the thump. Does not confirm the th the fumble. <laughs> the yes. thumble. The thumble. <laughs> the thumble and foot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And I believe you're going to lay on hands as a Swifty. I sure am. Mega tight. That's exactly how many hit points I was missing. 12 damage healed. Full health. You don't have to bring the offense when you're bringing the heals like that. That's right. Yeah. And now, speaking of offense, Elksy, I choose you. Gore attack. 22. That hits. Yes. Two he damage. Hooves. Oh, boy. Yeah. That plus that minus five really hurts. Uh, 12 and nah, 12 and 11. Don't seem to make contact. That's okay. And I will add that the gore attack, since Elksy's uh, hooves are not considered cold iron, defaulted to uh, one non-lethal. Yeah, that's okay. I'm going to upgrade Elksy's hooves. Probably to cold iron. I was just thinking about it. Okay. Get her cold, cold, cold iron, iron horseshoes. Horseshoes. Yeah, that'd actually be fucking awesome. <laughs> All right, Uhtred. Man, how am I going to follow that up? You still got that yeah. spell charge on your sword, I think. I still got three of them. So going to go ahead and, uh, based off of Elksy and Thelias attacking the same square, I'm going to swing my scimitar. Uh, 16. You don't seem to make contact with anything. All right, and I should have done this before I swung, but so I don't forget by next round, I'll use a swift action to spend an Arcana point to give my scimitar plus one. Okay. And technically I still have a movement. I think I want to make an acrobatics check to okay. move to this square, uh, to west of the Lias, so I would create a flank in theory. Okay. So you're going to acrobatics to tumble and not provoke? Yes. All right. Oh, seven. I did not do a good job. Uh-oh. All right, lay it on me. I will. That is a natural 19 for a critical threat. And that's going to be 
a 24 versus Uhtred's flat-footed AC minus two. That hits. Okay. Matt, we need a crit card. Slashing or piercing. I get to hear both. All right. So the piercing is called Tenacious Wound. Normal damage, so non-crit, and 1d2 con damage. And the target does not heal this damage naturally. Oh, holy shit. The slashing is called Parrying Strike. Double damage, so crit damage, and plus four to this creature's AC for one round. Take that one. (laughs) It's clearly the better one. I only have 36 health. Yeah. Oh, like on one hand, that is rough. 1D, what is it, 1D2? 1D2 con damage. That cannot be naturally healed. Um, so it's con drain. can heal it, right? You can heal it with like lesser restoration, but he wouldn't heal it by resting. Okay. I got you. Um, but on the other, like the plus four to AC is great, but he's pretty, he's, he's feeling pretty confident right now about not really being able to be hit. Like his AC isn't bad and then he's invisible. But then on the other hand, I'm trying to, I'm imagining how these guys are fighting. And I've been imagining him like, like just like, like stabbing with the dagger. But then I feel like this was an attack of opportunity. So it was kind of like Uchir was running past him. And I think I'm going to go with slashing because I feel like he would have slashed. So double damage and the plus four AC. Yes. Okay, so you take a total of 11 points of damage. And he gets plus 4 AC for one round. And now it's Rogar's turn. Alright, Rogar is going to step back 5 feet back towards the door and take a blast at the square that was immediately to his west. Because that was where he got struck from before. Uh, okay. And this time he will gather power to empower it with a and also with a gusting infusion. It's a 15 to hit. Yeah, you're... Uh, you're Air Blast, again, doesn't seem to make contact with anything. Yeah. Okay, Lurker's turns. Utrid. That's another natural 19. And I got a second natural 19 to confirm. So I need another Crick card. Oh, Son of a bitch. Oh, my God. I don't know if this works, but I've got my LR Power Dice, and I haven't been holding it, but it is sitting in the dice rolling tray that I'm rolling <laughs> into. <laughs> So maybe it's I'm a like proxy situation. I'm, yeah, I'm collecting latent LR power dice energy, and it's just <laughs> sitting in there. All right. So the Matt's over there not picking his up. <laughs> <laughs> the slashing one here is called hand wound. Mm-hmm. Sorry, the piercing one is called hand wound. Uh, this is normal damage and one d two dex damage, and minus four penalty on all rolls using that hand until healed. Whoa. The slashing one is called Broad Swipe, which is normal damage and 1d8 bleed. All right, so like I said, besides the attack of opportunity uh, where he used slashing, he's going to go back to piercing to stab Uhtred. All right, so he's stabbing him in the hand. So now, first, which hand is he stabbing? Well, let's do damage first. Normal damage, that's going to be five points of piercing damage. And... I'm going to roll a d6. Uh, One, two, three is uh, Uhtred's main hand. Four, five, six is his offhand. Six. So how much dex damage does he take? One d2 dex damage. 
Okay. So I'm going to roll Come a d4. On one. One. Yes. And he gets a minus four penalty on attack rolls using that hand. Yep. Okay. Until that damage is healed. Not until I'm done with you, you won't. (laughs) All right. And then uh, he's going to follow up with his secondary attack. On somebody else. No. I mean, he's having a a good time hitting you. Yeah, he Uh, is. (laughs) That's going to be a 14 versus your flat-footed AC minus two. Ooh, wait a minute. Ah, uh, yeah, it's gonna hit. Oh Cause shit! Because you, you don't have shield up. Yep. Oh fuck! I keep forgetting to roll sneak attack too. I never rolled sneak attack for your attack of opportunity. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> beat yourself you, up. Your, your double crit wasn't enough to satisfy you. So add ten points of damage from the attack of opportunity. Oh, well, I'm going down then. And then this one just now, another nine. Hanging out with one hit point. Oh, God. And <laughs> so here comes a claw. Ah, I can take it. <laughs> <laughs> Please, sir, may I have some more? With the sneak attack, that's another 13 points of damage. Oh, my God. Dear Lord, I'm almost dead dead. Yeah, Jesus. Wow. Uh, I'm two points away from permadeath. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. So Uhtred got fucked up. And it is now the second Lurker of Light's turn. Vipera, that is an 18 versus your flat-footed AC minus two. Uh, it's not flat-footed. Oh, uh, that's true. And so, no, it does not hit. Okay. Nimble Vipera. Yep. And then 17. Does not hit. Okay. Yando. Uh, he's like halfway across the, the room and he sees Uhtred fall. And he's like, and he says, no, Uhtred! And he knocks two more arrows and he lets them fly where are you you invisible fox natural one <laughs> wow way to really uh, step yeah. up there yeah thanks LR power dice <laughs> <laughs> I know um, alright so then that's a 24 to confirm which does not confirm let's do his second attack that is a 25 to hit let's roll concealment that does hit Ugh. Not very much. The fact that these things have fucking greater invisibility and DR5 is ridiculous. Yeah. Well, and yeah. They and they deal sneak attack damage. It. Yeah. Wow. They have, like, there's, they don't look super impressive on paper. And then you just take all these little things that they've got going for them, you put them all together, and it's yeah. Jesus Christ. Like, it wouldn't be as bad if they couldn't cast daylight. Yeah, right? <laughs> That's the fucking kicker. <laughs> okay, uh, Vipira, you're up. All right. So where did you see Yondo hit, if he did? I mean, everybody's been focusing on this square, but you and Rogar. Okay. Well, then I'm just going to fuck off. First attack is going to be a 20. You don't make contact with anything. And then a 12. You don't make contact with anything. <laughs> And Thalias, it's your turn. All right. I'm going to rush over to Uhtred, power bead in hand. Nobody's believed in you more than Uhtred. That's right. Okay. So you're taking a five-foot step and then, okay. Not much of a run, I suppose. He's right (laughs) next to me. It is a frantic five-foot step, though. That's right. Not my best work, but not my worst. 16. 
Oh, it brings me back to four health. Oh my god. Uh oh. <gasps> that might be worse. Yeah, you might turn around and murder me now. <laughs> I instruct Elksy to hmm, to attack. Keep the pressure on. All right. When I say an instruct Elksy, I give Elksy a look that says, we need to protect Uhtred, and you need to do that by attacking and taking some heat. Elksy gives you a, a knowing nod. <laughs> yeah, nice. And here comes the pain. 15. Elksy doesn't seem to make contact with anything. That's um, okay. He's trying his hardest. Well, we're really missing out on that three damage that turns into a... <laughs> one non-lethal, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Are you going to do uh, hooves? I believe. Let's get natural, baby. Oh. Oh, my. <laughs> Wrong natural. Oh, oh my. Oh, my. <laughs> That's a, a three and a zero. Uh, and the one was a natural one, the second uh, one. Oh, God. All right. Roll to confirm. Uh-oh. Seven. Holy fuck. Uh-oh. For a natural Yo, type. This is called ferocious fumble. Your attack uh, hits an ally within reach and is what? a critical threat. You what? gotta no. be fucking kidding. You it's must roll to hit. confirm the crit. Alright, there's three of us in reach, so please don't be me. We gotta put Elsie down. <laughs> 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 Alright, um, I'm gonna roll what? a d6. What's One. gonna happen to Thalias oh if his elk kills Uhtred? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh my god. I don't think what it could a, physically deal enough damage to kill Uhtred, but it could definitely knock him back out. What slapstick gold, though? Like, <laughs> God damn it. Like, Uhtred Why is like, oh, I'm awake, and then just, Kung! <laughs> He's out again. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to roll a d6. One and two is Uhtred. Three and four is Vipira. Five and six is Rogiar. Three. Oh, thank God. All right. That's Vipira, right? That's yep. Vipira. So, oh, perfect uh, target. Joe, roll a uh, roll a hoof attack to confirm the critical threat against Vipira. Oh, oh, you knew that was coming. You knew that was God coming. God damn it, Elksy. <laughs> God damn it. I'm, I'm gonna sorry. bring her out back. Uh, so that looks oh, like a wait. 22 to confirm. Minus yeah. five. 17. No. Oh, it oh, is minus is five. It, it is minus five because an right. a secondary attack does not confirm. Does not confirm. Yes. All right. So how much how much damage? Does the hoof do? Uh, two. Uh, wow. Jesus. What a roller coaster. Was, <laughs> Seriously. That wouldn't even have killed you. <laughs> no, it wouldn't have, actually. Uh, well, Uhtred is prone, so that oh, would have been right. a plus four bonus. <laughs> yeah, like that would have confirmed on Uhtred and brought him back to zero. Uh, would it have? It would have been a 21, all things it, considered. Yeah, it would not have confirmed on me. Oh, okay. Actually, no, it would have been another crit card if it confirmed. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. All right. Well, well thanks, Thalias. We're all having fun. Yeah, thanks. Uh, You're welcome. <laughs> I mean, Uhtred. the heels were good. More of that, please. It is Uhtred's turn. All right. Um, Uhtred is going to take a five-foot step. You You're are still prone. prone. Uh, <laughs> you could defensively uh, cast mirror images from the yeah, ground. Yeah, that's what I was going to do. <laughs> I was going to take a five-foot step and then cast mirror images. So I will... Roll for defensive, casting defensively. All right. So that is a DC 19. Yep. And I got it. Nice. And I will cast uh, Magic Mirrors, which I think is 1d4 at this level. 1d4 plus something. I think it's plus two at this level. So I have four images. Nice. And then 
Can if I stand, stand up, up, that's an attack of opportunity. Yep. No. I'm not going to stand up. I have four fucking hit points. I, this thing's been trucking on my flat-footed. <laughs> I'm going to lay here. Okay. Um, I could let you make an acrobatics check at a penalty to try to, like, tumble while prone. How far? I'd say quarter speed. Uh, Which is five feet. <laughs> nah, man. I, I don't think my acrobatics is high enough. I think it's safer for me to just lay here and hope he doesn't perceive me as a threat anymore. Okay. That brings us back to Rogiar. All right. Rogiar is going to uh, take another five-foot step back towards the door. Uh, he's going to gather power to empower this, and he's going to take a shot at the one that just took down the keeper. That's at the blue one? I we don't know. can't tell. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's totally true. So, the, But the one in this square? Yes. All right. <laughs> oh, we know it's blue. All right. Damn it. I showed my hand. hand this time. It's an 18. You hit. Oh, my God. That is 31 damage. Wow. Okay. Oh, my God. So 26. Yep. All right. You mean all right. I mean, now it's the Lurker's turn. Fuck. I was really hoping I was at least going to take one of them down there. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> All right. Uh, Rogiar, you're getting attacked for some reason. <laughs> I wonder why. That's going to be a 16 versus your flat-footed minus two. Yeah. All right. You take 16 damage. Ah. Holy fuck, Oh, dude. my God. All right, and... Uh, Vipira, you're going to get attacked again. It's a natural two. Nope. Yeah, we need more rolls like that, please. Yep, 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 yep. Yendo. Rogar, why don't you give me a perception check? Okay. That's a 22. Okay, with a 22, you got attacked from either this square directly to your north or this square to your northeast. Great. Uh, so, Rogar, are you going to verbalize where uh, you got attacked from yeah Rogar like grabs his side where the thing stabs him he's like ah it's over here somewhere pointing to those squares because apparently a 22 wasn't high enough to see where I got stabbed from well they're invisible and every it's you're moving they're moving who knows um all right Yando it's Yando's turn I'm gonna roll a d4 because I can see on my screen where it is but I don't want to so one and two we're going north three and four we're going northeast Three and four. Let's see, he got an 18 to hit. Doesn't seem to make contact with anything. And a 17 to hit. He doesn't seem to make contact with anything. He's just, bugger all, what a pain in the dick. <laughs> and it's Vipira's turn. Uh, where did I think that this other one was attacking me? Same it spot. seems like you're being attacked from the same direction by the same creature. Okay. Uh, Vipira's gonna claw claw. Does a 14 hit? You don't seem to make contact with anything. Uh, does a 21 hit? You make contact with something. Nine yeah. points of damage. All right. That is the first bit of damage <laughs> this one has taken. Uh, wow. It's going to take some time. Yeah, buckle in, boys. It's going to be a long one. This is a dungeon in itself. Thalias. Yeah. I'm going to keep healing Uhtred. Okay. With a lay on hands. Yes, oh, four, five, six. That's an so auto big. win and dice. Ooh. 15. That, that one doesn't add anything? 
No. Like a, a static. No. All right. I'm feeling much better than a minute ago. I was two damage away from certain death, and now I'm a little over half health. Going to do anything with your move action, Thelias? I think that I will. I think that I will not do anything with my move action, and I'll order Elksy to attack. Okay. So, uh, Rogyar indicated that this square or this square is where the Lurker and Light has gone to. Are you just going to... So, which square are you having Elksy target? Uh, oh, this one. The one right to Elksy's east? Yeah. Okay. Uh, which one did Yando target? The... This one. The one to your northeast. Okay. All right. Give it to me. Oh, seven. Huxley doesn't seem to make contact with anything. Hoops. <laughs> uh, we can just chalk that up to a no. It's, uh, <laughs> it's not worth stating. They're okay. not natural ones, but yeah, not right. Any. <laughs> right. Very, very low. Okay, Uhtred. All right. Uh, Uhtred's going to use his move action to stand up. Okay. You don't get attacked. And uh, he's going to take out a scroll and cast shield on himself. Good thinking. All right. I might have a chance now. <laughs> and that that's going to take up all of Uhtred's turn. Yep. Rogyar. All right. Uh, well, we're continuing a pattern. Rogyar's going to take a five-foot step back into the doorway. <laughs> and uh, he's going to gather power to empower a shot. At the same square that Elksy attacked. So the one to your north before you moved? Um, correction. I'm going to attack the one that that Yando attacked instead. So 10 feet directly to my north right now. Okay. Because the thing only stuck me with the dagger. It didn't use the claw. Which kind of tells me maybe it moved 10 feet. Okay. Ah. Power dice before I hit the attack. Yeah, he's learning. Yeah. <laughs> Watch, here comes the natural 20. Nope, nope, that's a 14. I don't think that's going to help. Your blast doesn't seem to make contact with anything. Yeah. Now Yando's going to get attacked. Better him than us. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I can't wait to hear how bad it was for this little fay. It was really bad. Awesome. Yando took 21 points of damage. That's not bad for the Fae. I didn't say it was bad for the Fae. I just said it was really bad. And he's just... Oh! oh! And he's going to make a perception check. And he's like doubled over. He's like, the little bastard's right here. He's right in front of me. The other one has gotten tired of whiffing Vipera, who's got uncanny dodge, and going after Uhtred. That is a 13 to hit your flat-footed AC minus two. Miss. Yeah, I figured. But is it within five? Yeah, that does take a mirror, though. Uh, barely within five. Okay, does take a mirror. All right, and it's Yando's turn. He's gonna take a five-foot step north. Uh, can I get a perception check to see where that attack came from? Oh yeah, sorry. Twenty-two. You're sure that the attack came from either this square directly to your east or directly to your west? or directly to your southwest. All right, Yando's gonna open fire. I hope he's gonna take a five foot step back first. Yeah, he takes a five foot step north. He opens fire. First shot doesn't seem to hit anything. Second shot does. And Vipira. Vipira is going to attack directly to her west. Okay. All right, 
And she got claw, claw. 18 to hit. You don't seem to make contact with anything. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> 10. No. You don't seem to make contact with anything. Oh my god, I hate those fucking words. <laughs> <laughs> Thelias. Um. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <It's> so sad. <sighs> I want to do something cool, but all I can think of is lay on hands, Utrid. <laughs> um. I mean, I'm. If these things hit me with a full round attack, like I only have right. 19 health. But right. at the same token, I only have 36 total. So like, if you wanted to be like, I don't want to just spend another turn throwing a heal. Now feels like you might have that room to do something. I'm gonna spend know. one more healing you just because we're family. We stick together here, and I'll have Elsie take care of the rest. Oh no, three, two, two, seven. Not right. quite what I was looking for. Not the worst. You do anything with your move action, Thelias? No, I'm gonna stay put. All right. What's Elksy doing? What about doing? uh? What about detecting Elksy's some evil? attacking. Okay. Uh, so you know that there's definitely one in the square ten feet to uh, Yando's south, and yep. Utrid claims that there is one either in the square directly to his east or directly to his southeast. Let's do. You mean, uh, you mean his west? So, I'm sorry, west or southwest? Yeah, we'll do west. All right. So west of... I'm sorry, southwest. Southwest, okay. Here it comes. First, the gore. Oh, no, Elksy, please. Natural one. <laughs> oh, God. Oh Confirms God. is a uh, 17. 17 confirms the fumble. Oh, Elksy, no. Elksy, please. <laughs> okay. This fucking this... thing hits my fucking. <laughs> no, no, this actually makes sense for the gore attack. This is called a bad headbutt. Oh, uh, oh Elsie is stunned for one round and can make a fortitude save to negate. All right, I'll make a fortitude save right now. Okay, watch this. Nineteen, baby. All right, that negates it. Hell yeah, brother. Hooves time. Redemption incoming. Nope. Thirteen and five. Yeah, no. This is one of those situations that makes me question, is it worth it? I mean, we could just live out a pretty, like, <laughs> decent life. <laughs> like, I mean, this is right. our dome, right, at this point? like, <laughs> This is our dome. It's our dome, except we can't control the school. Everything else is our dome. <laughs> yeah, the, the school is off limits. That's, the, that's a no-no zone. Uh, <laughs> we don't go here. Uh, Uhtred. Well, I actually think Vipira and Elksy were attacking the wrong square. So okay. I'm going to attack in the square directly to the west of me. Okay. I still got all five charges of this frostbite. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 13. 13 doesn't hit. And I'm going to take a five-foot step backwards. Well, okay. I guess a five-foot step towards the east. Okay. And that's going to end my turn. Okay. Rogyar. Okay. I'm going to take a, another shot at the one that is now 10 feet south of Yendo. Okay. Uh, gathering power to Empower. That's a 20 to hit. The hits. Oh, my oh. God. That's uh, 33 damage. Okay. You hear a soft thump of a dead lurker in light. Uh, did I get it? I think I got that one. Uh, yeah, take that, you fuck.
fucking bitch. Says, uh, says Yondo. And it is the remaining lurker's turn. Is uh, Does the daylight spell fade if like one of them dies? If like the one who cast it dies? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I will say, I don't think the one that I just killed is the one that cast it. I think it might be. I know the red one is the one that cast it. Oh. I think I just killed the blue one. If I'm remembering from context clues right. <laughs> oh, it is a dismissible spell, which means that... I think this might just be something I made up, but I like it. Which means that if you kill the caster, the effect ends. But the effect has not ended. Uh, so yeah, it is the Lurker's turn. Ugh. He's going after Uhtred again. That is a 21 versus your flat-footed minus two. Yep. So we got to roll for mirrors. Really? Even like with your shield spell? Yeah, flat-footed is only well, Flat-footed, man. Yeah. Oh, shit. He has okay. mage armor and shield, and that's all of his AC right now because he's flat-footed. So. Oh, yeah, okay. I, for- I guess I didn't realize just how much of Uhtred's AC came from... The other side of that because he gets five of it from the dodge bonus from his class and then his actual decks all right so you've got three mirrors all right so uh why don't you just roll a d4 and utrid is one or should i do that i don't remember uh i mean i can do it but usually oh. you do it well, okay I rolled yeah. it too, so he hits okay. the mirror all right yeah it's a mirror and he's gonna follow it up with a claw that is a 16 versus your flat-footed minus two. Okay, yeah, it hits. All right, uh, roll for... Do uh, you want to roll for mirrors again? You want me to do it? Nah, I might as well. All right, so that's a D3. And one is you. Three, so it hits another mirror. Nice. And it is Yando's turn. Did uh, we... Can I make a perception to see... Yes, yes, you can. Uh, give yourself a plus two bonus. Uh, 25. You determine yeah. it is definitely in the square directly to your west. Uh, that last bastard's right in front of me. Yando's going to take a five-foot step to his west, so he's got a clear shot, and he's going to let two arrows fly. Oh, that's a natural 20. Oh, my God. Come on, Yando. Yeah, baby. Longbows that... times three. Okay, that is enough to confirm. Let's look at concealment. That is a miss. Oh, Come on. I got a 20. Oh, that's rough. Okay. Vipira. Vipira is going to take a five foot step. And she is going to claw claw. Get in that flank. I don't even want to say it. Like, (laughs) if you say those words again, I'm going to strangle you. (laughs) Like, that's that's going to be it. Like, so I missed. Uh, I'm just flat out give myself yeah, the fall. I'll, I'll say it for Vipe here. A 12 and a 10. They do not seem to hit. Yeah. Oh. Here, how about how about this? Uh, the concealment negates the attack. Is that, it's just is a that rotting taste in my mouth. Like, it's just... Oh. Yeah. Uh, Thelias. It is time to <laughs> shuffle. You and Elksy can flank. Yeah. Alright, well... Elksy's actually where I want him anyway, so let's get flanky. Okay. Okay. Attack. Shovel. Power attack. 23. Mm-hmm. That hits. Oh. Yes. 13 damage. Okay. Okay. So that's the lices, and now 
for the elk. Here comes the redemption. I look Elksy in the eye and I say, <laughs> you got to do this for me. But I say it with my eyes. And wouldn't you freaking know it, nat 20, let's go, no gore. Way. 24, nat 20. Uh, the confirmation is a 12. That doesn't confirm. And let's look at concealment. That hits. Sweet. Six damage, baby. That's one, one real damage. damage. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. That's <laughs> an more non lethal, baby. Yeah. Moving on up. <laughs> um, hooves? And hooves. Probably a crit here, too. Let's see. I mean, I gave him the eye. Uh, no crit, no. This, that's not going to work. Well, okay. two 16s. We're getting yeah. close. Two 16s minus five. Oh, that's Yeah, that's right. rough. Uh, Uhtred. All right. Guess I'll just keep swinging away. Still got all these charges I'd like to expend. Right. Not good. It's only a 14. We're liking these 14s. Man. Rogyar. Um, no. Hold on. Oh, oh sorry. I am going to take another five-foot step back. And now it can be Rogar's turn. All right. All right. Well, I got a clear shot at that spot. So let's uh, rinse and repeat. Gather power to empower and shoot right at that, hopefully, fairy jackass. It's a 23 to hit. You hit. That's another 31 damage. Wow. Oh, my God. (laughs) He's just got a hit. Once he hits, it's devastation. Yeah. Good hit. It is the Lurker's turn, and uh, Uhtred, uh, you would hear it in Aklo saying, ah, fuck this! And yeah, uh, nobody gets attacked. Do I hear anything else? Like a pop sound? or? Uh, everybody roll perception, I guess. That's a 31 for Rogar. And a 7 for Thalias. A 21 <laughs> for Uhtred. My pair is not going to join in on it. All right. Uh, Uhtred, you're just kind of aware of it moving away from you. Rogi, are you, uh, you're aware of it like like squeezing past you <laughs> to get out of the door. And then once it's outside, you can see it again and it just takes off. Uh, it's little, it's little insectile wings start fluttering because it was walking the whole time. And it's just, vroom, yeah, and it you just shoot that motherfucker down and kill it. I was going to say, does it get more than 120 feet away in this turn? No. Then I'm taking a shot at this motherfucker. All right. Uh, uh, Well, first Yando goes. He can't make it out the door in a move action, so he wouldn't be able to make a shot. But he does does leave the the building, and he's got his bow trained on it. He just can't quite let it fly. So, Rogar, you, you know that it... It moved to uh, about 10 feet south of you to get out of the building, and then it flew 30 feet away. Okay. All right, so Rogar, take your shot. All right. Same thing. Gather power to empower, because fuck this thing. So he's all the marbles. So this guy's flying away all smug that he dodged the acid splash, and then he just hears Rogar just, and he looks back. He's like, no, 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 no. That's a 20 to hit. That hits. And that is uh, 27 damage. Uh, like, you guys remember like Avatar: The Last Airbender when they're in the desert and like those like vulture wasps like come and get Momo and Aang's flying after him, and he just like it's just that shot of him just he's just like ha and like sends like an air blast at it, and it just like 
it just goes like straight out and it hits the thing like way far in the distance and then it just just straight down <laughs> like dust cloud nice you you kill the lurker oh good yeah he doesn't get to get away oh my god take that you son of a bitch wow yeah. <laughs> what happened oh uh, Rogue Yog got it. He sniped it right out of the sky. Oh, that's my boy. I come rushing in. So, Vipira, you look around. You see all the children are uh, now sitting at their desks uh, with rapt attention. Now, children. Blink, blink. We are here to help you. I want to learn something. We want to mold you into the best people that you can possibly be. To do this, though, you must accept the truths of this world. One of them is that you aren't like me. You all are very special, and you're going to a special place. I hope for you to accept this one simple truth. Please move on into the next world so that way you may learn there. A bunch of them, like, groan, a bunch more roll their eyes. They're like, we can't move on until we learn something. God damn it. Two plus two is four. I already know that. (laughs) Um, I'll, like, kind of, like, tap Uchir on the shoulder, like, Lad, you you, you know you're well-learned in a lot of things. Why don't you go and uh, go tell them something interesting? To teach the children, you need to collectively attempt six knowledge checks. Oh, God. You rang. Uh, All the the related skills such as linguistics or profession tutor can be used instead at Uh, my option. Okay. Um, Bring it on. I dare you. Bring what on? I'm going (laughs) to teach him how to be a gravekeeper. (laughs) Teach him how to dig real good. All right. Who wants to go first? We need six teachy checks. I would like to make teachy checks. Teachy checks for me. Can we assist, or do we have to just make the checks? Nobody can assist. Does it have to be six different knowledges? Uh, I didn't say that. So we just need to make six knowledge checks above a certain DC. I see. So we yeah. should just teach them all about the worldwide arcana. Yeah. Everything, so, yeah. everything in there. <laughs> say, so, Uchir, just start teaching them magic. <laughs> all right. All right. So to not risk you just rolling six like before I can say anything... Uh, it sounds like you're committing to multiple knowledge arcana. So I will tell you, after the second knowledge arcana in a row, the children grow bored of being taught the same thing over and over again. You're going to take okay. a minus five penalty on the second knowledge arcana check. Okay, so I'll do two knowledge arcanas. Mm-hmm. And then I also have an 11 in knowledge planes and a 10 in knowledge religion. So I could do two of each of those. There you go. Okay. So give me give me your two knowledge arcanas. 23 27. Okay. They they seem very uh uh satisfied with with those. What yeah, else you got? Fucking teaching them magic. What kid wouldn't be satisfied? <laughs> <laughs> and then two 17s for knowledge planes. Teach them about where they're going to go. Okay, so then you got a 17 and a 12. No, you said after the second one. Any any skill that you roll multiple times, you're going to take a penalty on any after the first. 
Uh, well, the first time you said it, you were like, yeah, you can roll two knowledge arcanas, and then after right. that, yeah. you're taking it. It did sound like you said, like, after the second, you start taking I just wanted to stop you there, be, like, so you didn't just roll six rapid fire. It's just subsequent uses of the same skill, even if made by a different PC, take a minus five penalty. So you would have realized that after the second knowledge arcana check. Okay, then it might make more sense for somebody else to. Well, you still have the best knowledge, so like, honestly, like even at a minus, minus five, though. Uh, yeah, I'm sure. No, I'm pretty sure. Like Vipera you and not, I don't Elias understand. Have high no, knowledge. so your your knowledge planes is not taking a minus five the first time you use it, but the second time you use it, it does take a minus five, and then you can switch to another knowledge without taking a minus five. Okay, so then. Let's do if I did the second knowledge planes as a different knowledge, I'll do knowledge religion. I rolled a six on the die, so it would have been a sixteen. Okay. They seem to be growing kind of bored, even with you switching it up, i.e. those uh knowledges didn't seem to the 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 rolls that you got didn't seem to impress them too much. You got two more. Uh I'll do a linguistics. Okay. That was a twenty three. There All right, go. that perked him up. One more. Um, does anyone else have like anything higher than like a five or six on any knowledges? Well, it'd have to be Not higher than higher. Seven. Yendo's got pretty good knowledge nature. There you go. Yeah, Yendo, teach him some survival skills. All right. I'll sit in on that class. <laughs> Just trying to play the numbers here, you know? Yep. Oh, Yendo gets a 24 knowledge nature. That's four passes out of six. Uh, and the PC and the uh, and the students, they they're just like drinking it in. And uh, after Yando's like, and the third reason whales kill is for the sheer fun of it. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> there's a there's a ghostly sound of a school bell that rings, and the students uh, they look up and they look super excited, and they all get up and they start filing out. And get thanks for <laughs> thanks for teaching us. Thanks for teaching us. And then one of them stops. What'd you say, Matt? I said I get out of their way. Oh, okay. He's still, like standing in the door. Yeah. And like as like they leave the building, they just kind of like vanish, like into the into like, the ether. Yeah. Like in the, like it's a little brighter outside than it is inside now that the the daylight is has gone, and they just kind of like fade into nothingness in the brighter light. But one of them stops, and he looks up at Uhtred, who did most of the teaching, and he's like, he says, "I don't think there's going to be many more classes." I just hope you, uh, if you see that, that, that mean purple lady with the pointed ears, uh, you should be careful. She's mean. She smashed up all the spiral god signs in town. The spiral god must make her pretty mad. No just... one likes a tattletale. Get moving. <laughs> <laughs> Does that description match the one of the uh, lady with the cultist? Yes. Okay. And you hear like a click coming from behind the... Uh, the teacher's desk and the student like looks that way and he smiles and he says my other teacher took that from me but you can have it and then he runs out and like you look over and following the click the like the the like the drawer the main drawer of the desk kind of like clicked open a little bit yeah uh i walk over detect magic you are detecting a magical aura Ooh. I'll roll a spellcraft as I open up the drawer. Well, hold on. Let me roll the spellcraft first. Make sure this isn't a fucking trap, like a scroll that's going to suffocate me. 
<laughs> Jesus. The teacher took this from me the other day. Well, you know what? You're going to have it. <laughs> my scroll of suffocation. That's what PTSD does to you, man. Okay, fair enough. Um, it's a 28 on the spellcraft check. You don't get the feeling that you're going to blow up. Okay. Uh, I open the drawer. It is a feather token. What kind of feather token? Well, what'd you get on your spellcraft check? 28. What is a feather token? It's ju- it's basically just like a little, like a, it's like a bird feather. Uh, oh, okay. But as a standard action, it can just boom, just turn into another object. Like we have a few that turn into a tree on command. Yeah. Ah, yep. uh, the tree. Yeah. You know that this one is a bird feather token. Turns into a small bird that can be used to deliver a small written message unerringly to a designated target. The token lasts as long as it takes to carry the message. Really? Nice. Can the bird um, be killed? It turns into a bird, so yeah. While we're at while we're doing spellcraft, you should try and identify the other ring that Nigel and Mary dropped when they left also. Oh, that's right. It is another day. It's a new day. I forgot about that until you just did that one, so. Other people have spellcraft too, you know. <laughs> but I got a twenty-six. You identify the second one as a ring of protection plus one. So we gave it to Tom. I believe, I, right? Yeah, yeah. And he already, uh, he already has one. Uh, I'll give the other one to whoever. I say give it to Thelias. Yeah, about time Thelias got some protection up in here. <laughs> All right. So how's everybody looking after that fight? I know Thelias was doing a pretty good job patching people up, but... Uh, uh, he, he kind of fixed Uhtred up nicely. I'm hurting. I think me and Yando were the ones that are still hurting. Oh, yeah. Yando is uh, not feeling great. He's yeah. at like half health. But yeah, I don't Uhtred think is yeah, but he's not a player health. character. Well, Uhtred is missing <laughs> 10 health. I know Thelias got hit, but I think he patched himself up fine. And I don't think Vipira took a hit that entire fight because of her uncanny dodge. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty awesome. So. The funny no, thing is, I, I got hit by an elk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah oh, that's yeah. true. <laughs> Sorry about damage. that. <laughs> All right, Elksy, time to be brought out back. So it sounds like a channel energy would uh would be the way to go here. Yeah. All right. So just so everyone's clear, this is my last two charges of lay on hands. <laughs> okay. For the day. (laughs) For the day. And the bead is used, and this is the same thing every single time. (laughs) Wake up, spend everything, and hope we don't need them. We always do, though. (laughs) We always do. Here it comes. 12 total, baby. Nice. All right. Full health. Still missing like 18 health, but nothing to be done about it right now. Literally nothing to be (laughs) done about it. If you're missing um, any stats... However, I, I can uh, lesser restoration you. I'll take Uhtred's. Yeah, Uhtred's taking. He has that one dex damage. And um, so I have exactly two. Well, you should only need here one. Here we go. I mean, so he heals it. You can't. You yeah. can't heal less than the one. Even so you there. can't fuck this up. <laughs> <laughs> Even though you tried real hard. <laughs> Dumb and, hey, he got exactly yeah. what he needed. Yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Back to bed? <laughs> yep. I'm bushed. Let's go back to bed. I, I feel pretty beat up, too. I mean, I, I figure, like, between the fight and then spending most of the day teaching the kids, we probably used a good Yeah, how chunk long of did it day. take to teach them? Uh, I'd say learners? it's still probably noon at the latest. 
Ooh. Oh, they were fast ironers. All right. Well, do we want to go check out the, the jewelers? Like, yeah, we might as well at least s- scout it a out. little, I guess. Scouting's okay, as long as we, you know. Scouting never turns into catastrophe in any <laughs> of the history of this podcast. <laughs> Almost never. Never. Definitely never. Let's go scouting. All right. Hi-ho. Hi-ho. So you're going uh, to the west end of the town. You approach Wadham's Jewelers, and through the window, you can see a faint glow of a translucent humanoid figure inside the building. The humanoid figure seems to be leaning over like a display case. I think I know who this is. It's a bandit. No, this is going to be the kid from like Father Crow's flashback from like episode three. Like the kid who was at the temple because he wanted to propose to the girl, but he had never actually talked to her yet. Oh, maybe. Oh, oh my. He's looking um, for a ring still. Maybe. What do you guys do? I really, it's like kind of killing my heart. I don't want to <laughs> go back and rest. It just feels like such a bitch move. Yeah. Uh, I kind of just want to say let's throw caution to the wind and try it with maybe like... An understanding it's okay to run away if we have to. Hey, Rogar is never too proud to run away, so... <laughs> Maybe this one will be like, you know, the gimme one where he's like, yeah, just help me pick out the ring she'll like the best. And there won't be any fights anywhere involved. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Man. Oh, to have your guys' optimism. <laughs> <laughs> well, before we open the door, if we're going to do this, I'm going to prepare myself. Reset your shield. I'm going to yep, cast another scroll of shield, and I'm going to use the power, uh, pearl of power that I have. Uh-huh. Oh, re-prepare mirror image? Yep. Nice. Thinking. Good call. Anybody else have something they want to do before you go in? I'll open the door from a distance with the uh, thing from Nineveh, the Nineveh's key. Oh, okay. Keep forgetting I have that thing. Rogyar opens the shop door from a distance. This once elegant small shop is in ruins. Broken display cases line the far wall, their shattered glass littering the floor. Several velvet cushions, fabric torn and stuffing pulled out, lie scattered everywhere. A small table standing behind a counter is covered in a mess of broken jewelry-making tools, bits of tarnished silver, and slivers of gemstones. You can see the translucent image of a young man. He's running his hands through his wavy hair as he stands over one of the shop's counters and he's muttering to himself as you come in. Like, no, that's not it. Which one? Which one? I don't remember. And then he, his head snaps up and he sees you come in. He's like, oh, oh sorry, I didn't see you come in. I'm sorry, don't mind me. And he like goes back and he's looking down at this. Uh, at this counter. No, no, not that one. It's... mm, mm. Come Uh, on, think, think. uh, Is there something we can help you with, lad? What? Oh. Um, well, it's... You want want to help me? I mean, you look like you could use it. Oh, I'm sorry. you're having trouble making a decision. Yes, yes. Oh, uh, there's... I came here to get... To to get a piece of jewelry for... uh, this woman and I i don't know I can't remember what it was I remember that there were five different 
pieces of jewelry here in a, in a single row. And he's like pointing down at the counter and you don't see any jewelry, but you do see like five ghostly shimmering forms on the counter, like not identified, not identifiable. He's, he's like each, each piece of jewelry, uh, they had a different gemstone and I decided on the, the emerald one. I, I just knew it would bring out the, the green in, in her eyes. But now I can't remember which one that is. Mm, I'm sure the necklace and the ring are on the two ends. I remember that the bracelet was immediately to the right of the ruby piece. But the ruby piece wasn't the necklace. And it, w- it was to the left of the earrings. And I know, I know that the brooch didn't have an amethyst or a ruby. And it was directly to the right of the diamond. And it was directly to the left. The sapphire piece. But, oh, I can't remember which one had the emerald. So, yeah, if you guys haven't pieced it together yet, this is... a logic is puzzle. A logic puzzle. Uh, oh, jeez. I was just about to say, you start repeating that, I gotta write this shit yeah, down. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. <laughs> so, each piece of jewelry has a different gemstone. We're looking for the one with the emerald. He knows that the necklace and the ring are on the two ends. He knows that the bracelet is to the immediate right of the ruby piece, and the ruby piece is not the necklace. And the bracelet is also to the immediate left of the earrings. The brooch does not contain an amethyst or a ruby, and the brooch is to the immediate right of the diamond and to the immediate left of the sapphire. Oh, so the brooch is the one with the emerald. Perhaps. It's... It says the brooch is not the amethyst or the ruby. It's to the right of the diamond and left of the sapphire. That means it has to be the only other option, which is the emerald. Pat, give us some time to get there, huh? <laughs> Jeez, this guy. Too easy. Although I trust you completely. Wait, we, we're 100% sure, though? Like, do we want to figure it out the way it, they want you to figure it out quick? I mean, just saying that... Ends. Just saying that the brooch has the emerald does not mean that you've solved it. You need to identify which, where it is. You need to say okay. that one. Well, so it should be the one that looks like it, right? We know. Well, they're just hazy images. You can't make out what oh. they are. Okay. If we know gotcha. the ring and the necklace are the bookends, and it said something was directly to the right of the ring, that means the ring is all the way on the left, and the necklace is all the way on the right. Because there's no right of whatever's all the way to the right. So if I forget what item is right of the ring, it means the ring must be the far left item and the necklace the far well, right. Because they're the bookends, he said. Yeah. I was like, what I have is the necklace and the ring are on the ends. Yep. The bracelet is immediately to the right of the ruby. So that means the ruby cannot be, you know, all the way on the right. The necklace is not the ruby. So that right. means the ring is, ring the, is ruby. the ruby. Yep, and it's all the way on the left because the, the ring. Oh, because something has it's... to be to the right. But couldn't of the ruby. it be? No, something's right has to be. It said was right of the ruby, right, Matt? Yes. So yes, yeah, so, and the bracelet the is immediate right. So the bracelet is the second. Yeah. So we have the necklace all furthest right. We have the ring furthest left, and the bracelet second to the left. We know the ring is the ruby. Yep, and we know that the brooch is not the amethyst or the ruby. It's to the right of the diamond and the left of the sapphire. So then that means And the and the bracelet is to the left is immediately to the left of the earring. So the brooch is the fourth one. Yep. 
and it's the emerald. Yep. So the emerald oh, brooch Jesus. is the fourth piece in the cabinet. All right. So I was following along with you guys because <laughs> the book doesn't actually say what the answer to the puzzle is. <laughs> like I was just reading through again real quick. And all it says is when the PCs point out the location of the emerald brooch, the young man is delighted, blah, blah, blah. It doesn't actually say where it is. Holy shit. Um, but yeah, no, you guys got it because I was following along with you. And so <clears throat> you point out the brooch and as you're like, oh, it must be that one then. If everything that you're saying is correct, it must be that one. And the the hazy image that you point to, like it, it becomes clear and uh, you, you see a, a, a brooch with an emerald uh, stone cut into it. And his his face lights up, and he grabs it and he like holds it up to the light, and he's like looking at the the dazzling gleam from the emerald, and he's like he says thank you, oh thank you so much, this solves everything, and he just sprints out of the store, and as you watch him uh, run out and leave the store, uh, he runs right through some people <sighs> that were just about to enter. Like mm-hmm, and we'll, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, living people. And we'll see you next week. Oh. Right. On the Inspired Incompetence oh Podcast. God. See ya. See ya. See ya. See ya.